Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. That's good. Very good. Uh, We've got a busy couple weeks ahead of us with the calendar uh, packed with uh, special heroes arriving and just a couple of days, which is kind of crazy. It's a a busy time of year, uh, even though it's only mid-January. That reminds me, what's the special heroes batch? I meant to ask you this pre-show. It's usually, isn't it like desert themed? Hasn't it been desert themed for... So this is the one that had the infamous hot spring one at one year. Um, mm. This has been a gra- grab bag. Last year it was the uh, Sage of Kadeen type thing. Uh, I think previous year was a desert themed one. I can't remember if it was uh, uh, Plegia or a different desert. Uh, so it's a grab bag. We have no clue. Usually like the, um, uh, what is it? O- not October, uh, November one. Or is it September one now? That's a random. That was the Wind Tribe this year. Right. Uh, November was Ninjas this year, this past year. Last year was Wind Tribe. Year before that, it was Fire Tribe. Then for a couple years, it was Dancers. So this is one that fluctuates, but usually is focused on one country or part of or one group within the series. So, you know, like last year was Kadeen. Year before that, was that Plegia that year? Uh, I think so. It's something like that, you know, stuff like that. So no clue what they'll throw at us this year, but most likely it'll be based off of one of the random countries in the game. Not too shabby. Well, we won't have to wait long. Hopefully the uh, denizens of that country will get a better shift than the um, Fire and Wind Tribe did, getting resorted, the actual Fire and Wind Tribe members getting uh, shuffled off into the uh, Grand Hero battles and four-star units. Uh, well, hopefully. We'll see. I mean, I uh, at this stage, I wouldn't put it past intelligent systems to be like, no, we'll just we'll just do this thing that we've been doing. It's, we'll see. Uh, we won't have to wait long, and we'll have an episode uh, next week to cover them, because uh, the banner is out uh, very soon. Uh, and speaking of the banners, we have the New Heroes and Rearmed Reinhardt. That's right, another Reinhardt. That one goes until the 29th. Ring in the New Year, or sorry, Ring in the Year goes until the 31st. New Year Omega Special Heroes 1 and 2 goes until the 31st. And if you're wondering, that's a small amount of banners. We made a change this. We're just trying something new. We're only going to talk about like the big banners uh, that uh, that are kind of like new and or special. Uh, so anyways... That's why there's only a few of them. Of course, there's the standard, you know, uh, revivals and all that fun and I stuff. Think the, uh, I think the Legendary Hero remixes uh, have started, so those might be running as well. They are, yes. I, I thought about putting those in, and, and I was like, oh, yeah. yeah that get, they're, they're, I would put them above sort of your, you know, your weekly revivals and your special hero yeah. banners that keep coming back, because they are new skills right so um yep yeah you're right that runs uh debate one where you want to cut the line off you know whether you want to include the eight unit banners like the double special heroes and stuff true or not that's fine if you don't want to these we got it we got at least the new ones that are most people are focusing on 
Yeah. No, that's a good point. I mean, you're right. They are they are pretty big banners. So yeah, maybe we'll include like the eight uh the eight hero banners, like the big ones, you know, not the not the standard sort of repeats. Um but Eddie, I'm curious, how did your summoning go on the new banner? I did summon on the rearm reheart uh rearmed Reinhardt. <laughs> uh because, you know, surprising no one, I have like to get one of every special unit and rearmed units since they aren't on the normal pool count in this case. Uh, but I did get a four-star Lara early on. Also got Tina pretty early. Uh, I kept going, uh, looking for that Reinhardt uh, while summoning colors for a chance of a random Safi, and ended up getting Reinhardt on the ring that I uh, had enough uh, summons to get the spark, so I ended up just sparking Safi to finish out the banner. But I did get that rearmed Reinhardt. Very good, very good. Yeah, it's uh, it shouldn't really surprise folks at home that this banner. Oh, surprise, surprise! Ryan wasn't interested, um, because it's it's a it's a game in the franchise that I just haven't played. I'm not familiar with these heroes at all. Um, of course, playing Fire Emblem Heroes, Eddie and I are very familiar with Reinhardt through the various memes and such, um, to the point where I've see Reinhardt and I've, I kind of roll my eyes and I'm like, really guys are doing this. Which is kind of funny. Cause there's what three versions of him really maybe four with this one. Yeah, no, you're right. There's not a lot of them, but like the internet has a way of multiplying things, you know? Oh yeah. The, the meme for that original Reinhardt, the memes coming off of that did, uh, leave an impression for lack of a better way to phrase it. Yeah. It's it's not it's not Nintendo's fault, but you know I really I really would like to see, and I think at this stage we do need a remake of these games because you know they're very much a product of their time. They're very difficult, you know. Thracia has a while to go, but I still want the next you know Echoes type game that was talked about, and hopefully after they shut down the 3DS stuff, uh, you know, moved into production for Switch, but. I want it to be a remake of Genealogy because I would still like to see that story, get to know the characters. And Reinhardt was more from Thracia, from what I understand. So not a ton of him in there, but who knows? Maybe in the remake, they'll push, put him in the main game more. Maybe. Don't really know. But. Yeah. Well, I uh, I didn't summon very much, but I did. Uh, it's almost like Intelligent Systems. It's like, no, you're going to like these games, whether we uh, bring them over in a convenient package or not. And uh, I ended up getting Safi and uh, Lara from uh, the free summon tickets. So um, I'm not going to complain, of course. It was nice to get those heroes. But uh, I was honestly surprised. I, I, I honestly went in thinking, okay, I'm going to have five heroes to send home. And I only had three. So... The train doesn't stop because we'll be back next week to cover those special heroes that launch on the 19th in four days. Uh, we'll probably be getting the teaser tonight or tomorrow and the trailer the day after. Uh, we will have a two break after that uh, before we come back to cover the anniversary. Uh, and we should be getting a Fae channel for that sometime. I'm uh, the. It's listed to be appearing the... Anniversary stuff is listed to be starting on the 30th, so I'm expecting it a day or two before that. Uh, and we'll, uh, since the Mythic Hero also comes out on the 30th, we figure we'll uh, give it a week and cover all of that on the 5th, uh, as well as uh, 
do our best to cover the Day of Devotion Heroes, even though they won't come out till the 6th or 7th. But we'll prob- we should have most, if not all, of their data by the time we record and cover them on the 5th as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I said, it's going to be a busy uh, couple weeks coming up. Uh, we were talking a bit pre-show about like, hey, what does is, what is the celebration usually bring? And it definitely brings some, you know, fun, uh, you know, bonuses and the CYL, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. But uh, in terms of features, I think it doesn't really bring features. I, mean, I think one year they changed the summoning pool, right? Uh, I mean, they yearly now change the summoning pool, usually around that and the... um uh you know then in the uh half month half year anniversary they usually pull out a bunch of five stars and put them in the uh revival banners or whatever you want to call them that are weekly um and then we also get the other you know game maintenance stuff mostly Mm -hmm. so well not a whole lot to i think to one year they announced the ever so popular uh, Faye Pass initially in the Faye Channel anniversary Faye Channel, but oh, that's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Might have also, yeah. I think, both Faye Passes when they announced the uh, what do they call them, the Resplendent Heroes? They did, yeah. It was right around. It was like all bundled into the same announcement, and I think it was. Uh, I do remember that, and I. Th- think we were we were we were okay with it but i i think a lot of folks were surprised by the subscription but honestly i think the reason fire emblem heroes has continued to thrive is because of the the subscription that they offer because it's it, I mean, it's guaranteed income right so yeah I, I it probably has fizzled out a bit on the other stuff so the guaranteed income helps and for me you know I agree with a lot of the sentiments that some of the stuff that was being put behind the paywall, I think, should have been just standard for everyone. But they still lock some of it behind the paywall, like, you know, the um, Sparks on special banners. Uh, I still feel they should be standard for everyone. But no, they're still locked behind Pass. I mean, for me, $5 for a guaranteed five-star twice a month with the Resplendent Heroes was more than enough value for me because it was a guaranteed five star not having to roll and hope you got it Mm -hmm. so yeah there are yeah there are definitely parts of fade pass that i wish were available to you everyone outside of outside of the subscription for sure i think it's uh we've talked about this before a, a, a special they love their currencies their premium not premium currencies but their well yeah premium currencies i i think to see Premium currencies are usually only ones that are um, paid with cash. So right, right. special so, okay, currencies, special. additional currencies, or whatever you want to label it. All the multiple currencies is complicated. <laughs> I would like to see, we've said this before, I would like to see a special currency that can be used for auto battles. Like, I think, uh, oh, what was the game they had that they shuttered? Uh, Dragon something. Dragalia Lost, wasn't it? There it is. Yeah, Dragalia Lost. It had auto battle tickets that you earned. I think that would be um, a good touch to to have. But, yeah. you know, we'll see. I per- like That's one of the features that I personally think should just be available. And yes, yeah. if they feel they need to limit it, fine. Make some, you know, pointless thing that you'll get a crap ton of to limit it. But I don't really even think there needs to be a limit on that personally. But 
No, I, you are right. Absolutely. I'm just thinking more along the lines of like, you know, big brain, money brain, uh, fire emblem heroes. Like what, what do they do here? It's like, okay, well we don't want to completely, yeah. you know, gut fey pass, but I, I don't know. To be honest, I use the auto battle a decent amount in the auto start. I mean, technically auto battles there for everyone. It's just the continuous auto battle that you have to pay for. True. And, you know, I I guess there are some people who might pay just for that, but I don't feel it. You know, like I said, if all it was was the Resplendent Heroes, I'd be more than happy with it. Because I like the new outfits and, you know, it's fixed some of the rougher heroes. And even though Lissa hasn't gotten the stat boost that she deserves from it, it, it is, you know, a lot of fun and useful. So Yeah, I... <laughs> I think that I I I think that there's a lot of th- stuff they can do to uh um, yeah. to to boost the game in term outside of Fay Pass, but um speaking of Fay Pass, we are getting a next resplendent hero very soon, uh, starting January twenty fifth. For Fay Pass subscribers, you'll be able to add Veronica, Brave Princess, in her Askrin inspired armor to your hero's collection. Uh you may look at, I did this. I looked at this quickly today as I was working on the notes and I'm like, well, that's just Veronica in Emily in attire, you know, but then you look a little closer and it's like, no, no it's Askrin. No, her Emily in attire is a lot uh, darker. So it's definitely noticeable with how light it is and all, but it's far less of a change as, to, as opposed to some of the others. Yes, it reminded me of uh, not her brave version, but her her latest version where she she kind of became Queen Victoria. She just had a more uh, a more Askrin look to her there, right, with the the lighter colors. But maybe I'm misremembering it. I don't know. But yeah, I'm I can't remember off the top of my head either. So maybe hard to say for sure. But even then, that also kind of fits with the story, the way it's been going on, how. She's, you know, not as moody as Cranky, so her lightening up of it kind of fits with a new attire to her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Let's see. Uh, it's oh, still uh, mostly dark when you really look at it. Uh, she's got, you know, she's got a little more red there, but it's still primarily black. Yeah, Veronica Princess Rising. Yep. New haircut. Uh well there you go next resplendent hero Veronica welcome another uh, brave hero gets the resplendent treatment so look forward to that yep. very soon Alyssa well, has to sit and not get the stat boost while brave heroes who are already extra powerful get stat boosts just not fair well maybe maybe you'll get, maybe you'll get another alt <laughs> version of Veronica soon or Ver- not Veronica uh, uh, I don't want another alt version of Veronica I want another alt version of Lisa. Uh, Lissa, which is why, with CYL8 having started, I'm uh, remaining loyal and shooting my voids out into the ether, where they will do nothing until probably sometime around 2050, once we've knocked enough heroes out, for Lissa to finally get her chance. But I am giving her my votes. Uh, And you can get your votes in for Ivy and Yunaka, if you want them to count this year. Uh, And until 7 p.m. Pacific, so 10 p.m. Eastern on the 21st, uh, jokes aside, it is currently running uh, for this week. Uh, like I said, only till the 21st, and that is in January 2024. If you're some reason listening to this in, you know, 
2025 or later. Uh, but uh, they have the usual three wallpapers to unlock at two, four, and six votes for voting like usual. Uh, and the anniversary celebration, as I mentioned earlier, is slated to launch on the 30th, so we should expect a Faye channel on or before that date with the results of who wins this year. Mm. And we usually get like a mid, uh, a mid roll. Yeah, and a, sometime this week. So next week when we record, we should be able to uh, give out what the votes were looking like in the mid roll. And like, like I said, I honestly truly believe Ivy and Yunaka are the ones that stood out from Engage. And if they're not in the top two, they're definitely going to be up there. I don't yeah. think Ratatasker or her siblings will have will pull a Golvig, but I could be wrong there. Maybe uh, what's Nidhogger will, but Maybe. I'm not believe I'm not expecting it. I don't. I don't think the new book seven, right? Book seven or even book eight? Book seven, I believe. Right, right, right. Anyways, the newest book could I, be eight. I, I, don't, I don't know. Whatever the current <laughs> book is. I don't. I don't believe they're going to uh, make as in, as big an impact as Gulvig did. Um, I don't know why I'm spacing on. What, I think it is book eight. I feel like it is book eight. Maybe it is. I don't know. Well, book one would have been year one. This is seventh anniversary, so yeah, I guess it would be book eight. Look, I'm not uh, gonna. Um, yeah, yep, it is eight. book eight. Story is book eight. So. Yeah, sorry, folks at home. I'm trying. I don't want to like keep going back and saying I don't know. I don't know. But I looked it up. Yes, book eight. We both looked it up. Confirmed. As, as did I. Good. Um. So yeah, and choose your legends round eight. Get your votes in. Uh, you get a hundred platinum points. What's what's there to lose? Uh, well, unless you're a Lissa fan, in which you have, you know, hey, I'm sanity. not losing. I'm getting I'm getting three wallpapers out of this, and I fully know that. <laughs> I am very limited in, you know, the popularity of Lissa, so there are not that many of us. So, and as much as I enjoy ones like Yunaka and Ivy and Charlotte and, uh, uh, not Brigitte, uh, Ingrid. I don't know why Brigitte was popping up there or Bridget or whatever my mind was thinking. You know, that I do enjoy some of those characters. Lissa's still top of it. I'm going to throw my votes out for her, even though they probably won't do much. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. Even Nintendo, if you if you mouse over the link in our show notes, uh, the thumbnail is a leer, male a leer. So, I think even Nintendo's like, hey, it's Engage's year to dominate. Um, I mean, it's the first year Engage is available to is available to uh, you know be voted on since the game like came out in the middle or after it was already over last year. Yeah. So. I think uh, so. Okay, if you're talking to engage, it sounds like the female characters. You've you, you've got some picks, but in terms of the male characters, like, do you see? Um, yeah, Millionaire might have a chance. Oh, Millionaire mm. might have a chance. Um, maybe Diamant, maybe Fagato. Fagato probably will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fagato. Oh, Movier maybe. Movier mm. maybe. Even though he's. Oh technically sort of a villain at first so True. but he's probably one of the ones that sticks out a bit more the the guys in um the guys in engage really didn't stand out as much as some of the girls did True because I think of Yunaka or Eve? Are you supposed Who's to know it? who that is I'm not sure uh she looks let me see she looks like a she, well at least i'm just i'm just going through the 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 voting outlet thing or voting outlet the voting results and 
Now I'm now I see Eve pop up, and I'm like, I don't know who that is. Is she from the DLC? Ev is. Oh, Ev. Sure. It's got an accent. That's a uh, Celine oh, and yeah, Celine and um, not Celine. Is it, was it Celine? Yeah, Celine and or Celine and um, yeah, it's one of the ones that was the horrible fake France. Uh, what's his name? Alfred or whatever the oh yeah 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 Alfred. fitness dude. Yeah, it's Lance their guy. mother. Yeah. Is she playable? Or is that not how it's supposed to work? Well, it Please. doesn't have to be playable. Oh, I suppose Enemies right. are in there, you know? Both Gris and Gregory are there. Gris you never play as, you know? Okay. Uh, Hyacinth, uh, Ivy's father, is an option. It's a notable character in the game, you know? Uh, doesn't have to be playable. They even have, like, the but, duplicates of the DLC. They have Madeline and Marnie. Yep. Madeline, oh. Marnie. Um, they have the, and they do, they do count them you know. as separate heroes, too. Interesting. Well, they are technically separate heroes. They're completely different um, personalities and all that. So, you know. You are right, though. When you look at the cast of characters, the male characters don't really stand out as much as the female characters. Not like Three Houses, where there was very distinct uh, uh, characters that stood out. So maybe this is the year where the the male bracket is going to surprise everybody, whereas the female bracket will be... Very predictable. Who knows? Who knows? Strong breath here. Maybe uh, Pendreo could get a chance. Mm-hmm. Not Pendreo. Uh, what was his name? Yeah, Pendreo. That's what I was thinking. Uh, Pendreo and Bunet are stick out a little more. Fugato's retainers. But yeah, the guys really didn't stick out as much. Like, you know, you had early on Boucheron and Louis, who, you know, Boucheron just comes off as a. Uh, buffoon and uh-huh. really comes off creepy and from what i hear even more creepy before they cleaned him up a little in the um translation the localization uh-huh. so uh-huh. he always came off weird and creepy so he didn't really stick out much no uh i i like so in terms of the cyl there's also like a this will probably be announced in the fade channel uh but there's also like a a separate vote voting gauntlet where the free hero, there's like a free hero. Am I remembering that correctly? Like there's a voting so gauntlet last year. Um, what they did for one of the, I think it was the February voting gauntlet. They did the, uh, every year they do the, uh, CYL and the, um, I forget what it is. The one where you pick your favorite characters from that are already in the game. Right up through, I think the New Year's heroes, and the top eight winners of that get to go in a voting gauntlet, where the top four get on the banner, and the top one, the winner, is given for free. Is what they did last year. So, right, seems likely that when we get the Fade Channel, they probably will launch the Pick Your Legends or Pick Your Hero or whatever they call it, uh, where you'll pick the vote for them, and then end of February we'll have that top eight bracket, and then. End of the, you know, sometime in March, we'll get the new hero, get get the winner. Yeah. Well, then I like I think previous years, it was always like, what was the big mythic hero that everybody wanted or something? I think last year was Form- Formidus, Formortis. Formortis, yeah. Um, it's fluctuated like the first year. I think it was um, there was a lot more option, but a lot of them, it's, it's just power creep has made it so that. A lot of mythic heroes are kind of shoo-ins for that. Yeah. 
because there's enough, especially at this point, there's enough people that are st- sticking around because for power creep that they're going to bump pump up the ones. First year was Ike, if I recall correctly. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have a lot to look forward to. And yep. uh, make sure you vote every day uh, to get your backgrounds, uh, your wallpapers. Right. Most likely, it will probably those if you know if I get all all three of them, I'll probably post them in Discord for those who want to grab them who don't want to vote. You're gonna get us in trouble, Eddie. Nintendo is gonna come uh, after yeah, us. Yeah, sure, they're gonna come after us for sharing the free <laughs> the free JPEGs with other people. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, mate, you never know. I I mean. yeah you're right it's nothing nothing will happen um let's move on let's talk about these new heroes and rearmed reinhardt uh intelligence system throws a bone to thracia 776 and i meant to check all the heroes you had said are these thracia or these genealogy are they kind of bundled together i'm pretty sure all of these are thracia all right thracia 776 i was right didn't need a clarification did anyways i know folks at home they might be as clueless as i am in terms of uh how those how those games kind of work. Sometimes they bundle them, sometimes they don't. So in this case, Thracia. Uh, Thracia is one they don't bundle as much. They're just certain characters that will that are in both games. So which they ones do they bundle? Be uncertain. Uh, mostly, it's Mystery of the Emblem, which is a bundle right. of the first three or one in three. Uh, but just double okay. checking, and it looks like Lara and Reinhardt are definitely both listed as Thracia here. Yeah, the confusion comes when, you know, you have characters that are in both. Like, I think sure. Reinhardt does make an appearance, but he's not really fightable or playable. Well, I don't think he's ever playable in the main games, but he's not fight. He, you fight him in Thracia. He, like, makes an appearance as a general to Ishtar or something in genealogy. Uh-huh. Okay. But check through all four characters. They are Thracia, and I'm pretty sure Pern is as well. So. Okay. Well, Thracia seventy seventy six seven seven six with a set of new heroes celebrating the games that should be next on Nintendo's list for Fire Emblem Remake. Tina, Safi, and Lara join yet another version of Reinhardt, although as Eddie pointed out, this is only like technically our fourth, so are we in the territory of yet another? We're getting there. Snow Camilla, Lynn, or Tharja, but we're getting yeah. there. We're getting there. I mean the fact that they seem to like to have at least one repeat character on these banners of all the ones to grab, I guess Reinhardt makes sense. Oh he's yeah. One of the, with all those memes, he is one of the more popular and to give him another powerful character is only going to probably fuel those memes even more. Yeah. A hundred percent. Well, uh, rounding out the banner, we have Pern as the grand hero battle unit uh, for the banner. So, Let's kick things off with Tina, playful scamp. Tina is a cheerful and energetic cleric from the continent of Jugdral. She's also the owner of a staff that has the curious power to appropriate the belongings of others. Tina is a staff infantry hero wielding thief. She has a new skill in the B slot called Wrathful Tempo. Rounding out her kit is Nudge Plus as an assist. Holy pressure as a special attack slash speed ideal four in the A slot and infantry pulse four in the C slot. Now, the interesting thing here is uh, this is a double staff banner. 
Yeah, that was kind of interesting. Both Tina and Safia are staff units. And they're staffs in their original game, so they keep that uh, fact. But yeah, it's double staff. They've stepped away from making sure they have one of each color on each banner. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the thief staff, I, I, you know, I... I feel like look, I'm I'm gonna put this out here. I feel like I'm recalling it from Fire Emblem games that like there was a staff called Thief, and you could use it to take items from far away enemies, like a, not very far, but far enough. Now I might be making that up in so, my head, but I feel like I remember. I don't recall it. if it was called Thief, but I recall a staff that and this goes to the forging bonds and how they show it in there, uh that was similar where you could use it to unlock chests, so like an unlock staff or whatever. Instead of thief directly, maybe you are but, correct. Yeah, uh, Fire Emblem Mystery. So it was the a emblem. way to get a yeah. It was a way to get an item out of a chest if you didn't have a actual thief character with you. You know. Oh, but yeah, Tina does have. And but yeah, but there is so yeah, and she does. Uh, Tina does have a staff called Thief. So in the game, so that's cool. Okay. So it obviously I don't remember that specifically from from a game, but uh, when we would have played yep. Mystery of the Emblem, um. A personal staff of Marisha allows her to open any chest, as you said, on a map, regardless of the range between her and the chest. So there you go. Yeah. And uh, Tina's face uh, forging bonds gave, gave a look into Season Thracia, I think. Could just be normal, a way they're describing the normal wear and tear in mainline FE games where staffs have a certain number of uses. Because uh, in her forging bonds, she talks about how there's a chance the staff will break anytime she uses it. Uh-huh. Uh, but it could just be a fact, just could be, uh, you know, they're talking about how after you use it X number of times, it breaks, or it could be a thing that was in Thracia uh, 776 where you have a percentage chance of it breaking, and the more you use it, the higher the chance of it breaking is, you know? Yeah. But, um, you know, in the story, uh, Henriette has a box she can't get unlocked, even the... Uh, thief characters from the you know that are in the order of heroes can't seem to get it unlocked and uh of something gustav locked away before he died and uh tina's able to use her staff to get it out and finds out that oh it didn't seem to affect the staff it didn't lose any usages or damage it in any way so kind of suggesting and hinting that you know because this is a weird world where since we also don't have wear and tear, you can use sta- staves and stuff as often as possible without losing them, type thing. Mm-hmm. But well, who do we have? Well, speaking of staff yes. users, who do we have next? Yep. Uh, Safi, font of piety. Safi is a cleric who is searching for help in stopping the Granville Empire when she is captured by Lifis and rescued by Leaf in Thracia seven seventy six. Uh, she joins here as a colorless infantry staff user. She wields the repair staff, which uh, apparently she was the only one able to use it in the Thracia 776 game. Uh, she comes with a new Tier 4 C skill called Attack Speed Ploy, along with another Tier 4 skill as well, and a special and a heal uh, on her kit. Uh, she she was an interesting forging bond as well. Uh, you get to see her interacting with Lifus and their relationship. Uh, who Lifus is one of the pirate special hero units that came in. He came in with that. Um, and, you know, he's uh, she's believing he's a good person and he's 
pretending to be a good person while, you know, like just a little longer and I can trick her into whatever, yada, yada, yada. Uh, but like he, Pern, uh, the Grand Hero Battle gets a cameo at the end here uh, showing the relationship Pern and Lifus have in a bit of that from Thracia, where Pern is kind of a check on Lifus's, you know. Uh, Pern is more of a heart of gold type thief and Lifus is just pretending to be and Pern is willing to, you know, smack uh, Lifus around for his trying to fake being better than he is. I uh, I did not get uh, as far into the forging bonds uh, outside of getting the tickets. So it's really cool that you kind of go, th- and go through these. I haven't finished all of them, but I, yeah. you know, because I'm trying to get all four tickets, I usually catch at least two to three, and then I try to get back in daily to get those free orbs and see the rest of them, as well as getting the um, second tier of accessories from the forging bonds before they vanish. Right. So that makes sense. Well, that's a, and I find sometimes uh, they do offer a little more insight into the into the characters that you know we always complain we don't know a lot about. So it makes sense to kind of pay attention to those stories. Uh, next up, we have Lara Step Lively. Lara is a dancer from the continent of Jugdral, and as a young girl, was sold to a traveling troupe of entertainers and forced to work as a dancer. She was later rescued from these harsh beginnings by Pern, our Grand Hero Battle Unit, for the banner. The leader of the Dandelion Bandits, Lara is a Red Dagger Infantry Hero wielding Clever Dagger Plus. Being the four-star hero on the banner, she has no new skills, but rounding out her kit is Dance as an Assist. Not really surprised there. Rock Slide Dance 2 in the B slot, and Attack Smoke 3 in the C slot. Uh... It shouldn't. Uh, I was gonna say it shouldn't really be a surprise that you know we have a dancer here as the uh, the sort of the free unit. So usually it is like a staff hero that's a free unit, but they kind of gave some extra extra um, skills and whatnot to the uh, two characters we just talked about. But uh, yeah. there would would have been times in the past where they would have been more hesitant to put a dancer in the free unit uh, slot or the three to four star unit slot. But they've done so many dancers at this point that it's not as big a deal, I think. Yeah. Not to mention Peony being a dancer, being a guaranteed hero. So not really dance, but she had a dance-like skill, if I remember. Yes. Yeah, of course. The the, the extra move ability is pretty widespread. And her uh, being a dancer had her uh, dancing with uh, Inigo, who, uh, as you mentioned in her uh, background, she was... Uh, forced, you know, she was in a traveling troupe of entertainers and worked as a dancer there. So she had a has a kind of love hate relationship with dancing. She had stopped dancing after getting rescued to a degree. Uh, so she tries feels she's not up to par. So she tries to dance in the forest to hide and bumps into Inigo and they spend time talking. And you know, as much as she hated being tortured by the uh, troupe, she still loves dancing. Uh, and wants to do her dancing for the person who saved her, Pern. And he gets a uh, cameo at the end of hers showing their connection a bit. And, you know, Pern, he seems a little shadier in this one, but when you see him in the, when I f- did see him in Safi's uh, chat, and I don't think that's been her final one, but when I saw him pop up messing with Lifis and Safi's, I think he is actually earnest here. And, you know, so. 
Mm-hmm. He felt he felt a little weird when he was talking to Inigo there. But oh, okay. Hard to describe without you actually reading it and understanding what I'm saying, seeing it yourself. Yeah, yeah. I know Pern did show up a couple times, but uh, but wasn't really. I didn't really pay attention to the story very much. But yeah. um, I am curious, though. I mean, you know, the star of the banner. We have rearm Reinhardt. Yes, Reinhardt, rearmed Reinhardt, third reborn. Uh, Reinhardt gets another version here this time with a blue as a blue cavalry armed hero wielding arcane thunder. He comes with a new unique A skill called Thunder's Fist and a new tier four Canto skill uh, SR Far Chase Four. He rounds out his kit with a special and another tier four skill. Uh, you know, so we get him Reinhardt back, and his face to me kind of <laughs> reminds me of the meme to a degree. Okay, yeah, we I I brought this up pre-show because I was like, okay, I don't want to be mean, but the artwork, like everything looks great. And then his face looks like it's kind of uh, the way I described it as pasted on. And then you brought up the meme and I'm like, it clicked. It kind of made sense to me. I I wonder if they're going for that. It doesn't seem like the kind of. It's not a hard set. Exactly yeah. like it, but with the slightly slight smile and the meme, you often see them altering the original art to show a, you know, giant smile. You could sort of say it. I doubt, I doubt they were specifically going for that, but I doubt they were. You know, if unless they somehow lived in a box and never saw any of the Reinhardt memes, they probably it was probably floating around in the back of their mind somewhere. Yeah. I mean, if you just look at the rest of his heart, his the rest of his art, it doesn't look like it doesn't pop out as like, you know, out of place. Like, I think the whole art works, but it's that it's that idle artwork that looks as though it's like very much uh, mm-hmm. just styled in a way to kind of like, you know, nod to the meme without giving him a giant, you know, yeah. tooth filled smile, you know. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but uh, it, yeah. I don't remember his specific forging bonds, but in the group forging bonds, it was interesting to show a, showed a good bit of him and uh, his how his character is as a Camus archetype. You know, it's like I will fight for Asker with all my might. I don't disagree with your visions, but I gave my uh, promise and loyalty to Freeg, and I will follow their orders, even if I think they're wrong. Which is the whole Camus thing. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. He, uh, I did see his uh, initial offering in Forging Bonds where he kind of shows up as. Kind of helped to get the 400 yeah. with everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was interesting. And he shows up to help. Safi's wary of him and she eventually confronts him and he's like, you know, I, you know, I don't necessarily disagree with you and. I understand why you're asking me to join you when we go back, but I gave my loyal I swore my loyalty to Frege and I will follow those laws. Here we don't have a you know, that is not important. So I've sworn my loyalty to Asker and I will do all my can to protect you and help Asker. Just like back in our world I will do whatever I'm told to do for Frege, even if I don't agree with it type thing. Which is straight up the Camus archetype. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about our final hero tonight, which is Pern. Uh, Dacian Scoundrel. Dacian Scoundrel? Hmm. Depends on how you pronounce that country. Dacia, Dacia, Dacia. 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 Hmm. 
like that. Well, uh, probably won't have to do it again. Uh, <laughs> Pern is the leader of the Dandelion Bandits, a band of honorable thieves who operate in Jugdral's Thracian Peninsula. He's a mischievous hero with a sense of humor. Pern is available as the Grand Hero Battle Unit of the Banner and is a colorless dagger infantry hero wielding Blade Royale. Uh, rounding out his kit is Dragon Fang as a special, Null follow-up 3 in the B slot, and Drive Speed 2 in the C slot. Um, as, uh, as Eddie said, he popped up a lot in the Forging Bonds, has a lot of connection with the characters on this banner. Um, yeah, not much more to say than that. I, th- I feel like he's, you know, he's a very good Grand Hero battle unit, um, Kind of pop, kind of pops in as uh, having many connections to other characters, and uh, he kind of reminds me of like the typical look and feel of a thief um, that you would see in Fire Emblem early Fire Emblem games. I guess yeah. he has that uh, sort of the outfit, I guess, that they would normally wear. Um, yeah, like I said, with his interactions with um, uh, uh, Lara and. Lithis, it's you get to see a bit of his character in the forging bonds. So, well, those are the heroes for the banner, uh, the new heroes for that banner. And uh, you might think, oh, show's over. Let me get my coat. No, don't leave just yet. We've got one more segment. Yep, like we mentioned in the last episode, we're doing we're going over our favorite heroes of last year. Uh, and we broke them down into a little category. Um, Ryan may have, uh, we, we essentially, with our new system, we found a list of all the heroes and more or less broke them down into the same way that they all the categories they have. Uh, I might have normally kept the duo heroes and the harmonized heroes together, but it gave us more chances to talk about extra characters. So uh, we have a list in uh, various categories. Uh, first one is our favorite uh, new hero. So these are just basic banner units. Yeah. Uh, for me, I went with Brave Corrin, and this is probably the biggest list of heroes because got a lot yeah. of those. <laughs> Lots of new heroes. Uh, Brave Corrin is a is a good choice, and I honestly I was uh, tempted because uh, I do I yeah, do like I was Brave. Looking Corrin. through some of the others, and Brave Corrin's really the one that stood out the most to me. Yeah, there are a couple others I was thinking of, but Brave Corrin really kind of stood out the most. And I think that's where this sort of list fits well with the way we play the game, which is we like our characters. We like the look, we like the art. We like, it's not usually about the skill set. Although if, if a hero is like really OP, like we'll, we'll like latch yeah. onto it. But, and usually those ones I'll remember when I look at their picture and stuff. So exactly. Yeah. All comes back to the art and uh, the character um, for me, for new hero. And this might surprise folks, you know, as you said, Eddie, there's lots of new heroes every year. And the ones that stand out to me are usually the ones that have like that unique feel. Um, I really like three houses. Intelligent systems really like three houses. And I always like the fallen banner. I always find that they present both a really cool artwork uh, option as well as story. Uh, So I went with Byleth vengeance vessel, which is the Byleth from uh, three hopes. Yeah. Yeah. And the artwork's cool. The story about it is interesting. Um, I like Three Houses, so it kind of all works. 
but it was close. It was certainly close. Uh, next, we have the Grand Hero Battle Unit. And, you know, this is some more limited, but these are the Grand Hero Battles. And I'll admit, a lot of these I barely uh, remembered to go grab. Uh, so they didn't <laughs> stick out as much to me. Some of them I had to buy with Grails and stuff later on. Uh, was considering Zephia, but I ended up picking Lumera, the other engaged unit that we got. So yeah. one of the few good guys that you get in these things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at my pick. And I'm laughing because I remember uh, making fun of Cyril so much in that, you know, he finally gets his hero in the game and it's a, uh, it's a grand hero battle unit, but I did pick Cyril, uh, Rhea's attendant. And I just, uh, it came down to the same thing you mentioned where it's like, we got so many of these grand hero battle units and the two you mentioned alongside alongside Cyril are kind of the three that kind of stuck in my mind as like, oh, those are actually heroes that I'd want to add to my collection and actually maybe yep. use. Those are the engaged ones and all, so. Yeah, but uh, I picked Cyril because I just thought, you know what, it's nice that they got him in the game and, and uh, he, he doesn't really feel like he would fit in a banner, like he'd kind of feel like the odd one out, but as a free Grand Hero Battle unit, I think he was a good fit. So there you go, Cyril. Next is the special heroes, and I debated on this one a lot. I was considering uh, Bunny Bernie, Bunny Bernie uh, from the Spring Banner. Uh, you know, I was also considering because um, in the list that combines the duo heroes, if they're specials, in there. So I thought about Mark, uh, but I did end up going with a uh, summer hero. I was. Leaning towards Chez or Shay, um, Chez, but I ended up going with Fjorm because I did enjoy Fjorm from book two, and it was nice to see her get a uh, summer outfit here. Yeah, I feel like you're picking all my ones that I was like, uh, not not runner ups, but like contemplating it. Like I think Fjorm was like very close to being like my pick because as I was looking through all the characters, I'm like, I loved Fjorm from book two, and she really. I think maybe it was like the fact that she was our first sort of legendary hero given to us. And, and that book was really strong and she's a really interesting character. And yeah, she's also been the one we've spent the most time with since then, because she was the second uh, yes. original character group being. Yeah. But um, for me, I went with another summer hero. I went with Ivy title breeze uh, being the first engaged special hero we got and Ivy being a favorite of the, uh, a lot of people's uh, in engage, so you know I went with. Is she the first special? I think so, because it would have been that year. I don't so, know how to easily did we get find a bridal out. or no. I guess I don't think so. Bridal was awakening again, wasn't it? I had some awakening. Flavia, Sariana, yeah, it was mostly awakening. You're right; she may have been the first. I feel like it was a big I've... deal, you know, and yeah. it was like, what are we going to pick? And they picked one engage hero for yep. the special heroes so i guess that was the first one where they had a bit more of a spread because they did do a heavy focus on an awakening in um the bridal banner yeah. usually that one has a bit more of a spread and i know we got uh what's her name tamara later on yes uh but for me i uh went with effie dedicated heart uh from last year's valentine's day of devotion banner well most of that one didn't really hit for me it just I've always enjoyed Effie, that, you know, archetype of the, uh, you know, woman wearing the heavy armor and all that. Uh, mm -hmm. So 
Oh man. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's another tough one. Cause Effie was going to be my pick too. And, uh, just, Hey, I did these after you had all yours. Up, I know. So I had I the know. option, you know, I mean, like with our next category, the duo heroes. And when I, until I realized you harmonized were separate, I was originally to go with Anna here, uh, with Toysiana, but ended up going with Byleth, the Frosty Professors. For the Tempest Trials, though, like I went with Kellum Pumpkin Knight because I just love the artwork. And oh, it's you like, hadn't done your Tempest Trials, sorry. No, it's all good. It's all good. I did say I wanted to be snappy, but I Effie was my runner-up. And then for my duo, I went with Mark Winds of Hope because, you know, it's a duo with Lynn. Yeah, not surprised there. The duos didn't stand out to me as much, uh, especially since I split them out. You know, I was looking at as our normal thing is characters we like and the ones that really stuck out to me were Elise and the Byleths. And I, and like I said, I was also thinking of the marks at one point for the seasonal or the special yeah. units. Uh, but went Byleth and just the two Byleths, the duo that could never truly happen. So it's could be argued it's more of a harmonized hero because there's no way you're going to have the same person hanging out with itself. But right. something about that I like, which is why I chose that. I was contemplating picking the Byleth because I did like Byleth, uh, the Byleths as well. It just felt so recent. It, it was like, ah, and then I got to Mark and I was like, oh, no way. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You got to just try and ignore your recency bias. And true. I mean, if anything, Byleth had a ding against them because that banner was way too heavy on the three hopes or three houses. True. Because I yeah. feel like I like it when we have a bit more variety in our seasonal stuff, like, you know, how uh what you call it like uh day of devotion makes sense that it's one ip but like bridal and halloween and christmas should be multiple ips get some more characters in there but this year it was you know all three houses with uh yunaka thrown in for a pity yeah. character you know <laughs> yeah so <laughs> But oh man going, going to halloween and having the same character on there twice is anna twice the anna when we have awakening and engage anna's both going out to get hanging out together yeah which is what both of us chose for our harmonized hero yes i mean uh i i, I realized as i split i started to split all these out it gave us an opportunity to highlight more but it also had like when you split the duos, like there's really only like six or seven to choose from, but um, yeah, uh, yeah, I like this one. Yep. Uh, next, we have the legendary heroes. Uh, who did you pick for yours, Ryan? I went with uh, Alir, Awoken Divinity, so female legendary Alir. Um, I think I, th- you know, it's funny. I say, oh, I'm trying to uh, try not to have recency bias, but if you look at my list, there's a lot of recency bias here with with engage uh, sort of thought processes running. But um, yeah, like uh, le- legendary heroes again, because you because I split them out for mythic. Um, uh, there was less sort of to choose from, but I I, li- I really liked legendary Alir. Um, even though we got two Alirs in one year, but uh, still a still a cool hero. Although your pick, it was very close. Uh, yeah, I went with Hinoka, uh, Thundering Wings. I mean, I looked through the legendaries from last year, and since, like with uh, duos, you get fewer of them since they're, uh, it's no longer an even split. You get a little more than you do get in base mythics. 
because uh, you get more legendary banners at the end of the month. Although you get more mythics uh, from straight up regular banners as they do OC units in there. I contemplated and thought about it. Uh, I was looking at Robin and Yuri, but uh, I ended up going with Anoka. She's a bit more prickly than Camilla, but you know it was nice to see an alternate version of her. You know, after everything's done and just seeing her. You know, and while she's prickly at first, she realized she has a good heart and all. So, I also considered Guinevere there early on at one point. Hmm. But I yeah. don't know as much about her, so. No, yeah, I, I think there were there were definitely some cool options in there, and and but Hanoka was one that was like I really liked her from Fates. Her design is awesome, um, but it was uh, I mean, it was it was really just engaged being so fresh that it's like, nah, you know, I'm gonna give it to Alir. So, uh, next we have the Myth Hero. Uh, this is one I thought about a bit, debated between a couple of them. Might have even started typing in one of the others at first. Um, well, now not this one. I went straight to Vale. There was a, a couple where I changed it while I was typing them, but Kavasier and Hather definitely got some consideration. But I ended up going on the engage route this time with Vale, Gentle Dragon. Yeah, so. uh, for me, this uh, I'm gonna admit it was a. I was like, I don't really. None of these are really jumping out at me. The Mythic Heroes, but then I saw Fomortis, the Demon King, which is like, all oh, right, that's the one we got for free. So I chose that one. Okay, I mean, I honestly considered Ratatoskr even a little, but we true, just, yeah. We I, we know I like so little Ratatoskr. about her since she. We're going to learn a lot more about her throughout the year. I couldn't quite pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah. I I, I agree with you there. It was um, uh, it, it was tempting because I do like I do like what we've seen so far. I like her design. I think it's great. Um, but for me, it came down purely to like we got this character for free. Promortus is very strong still. Like, this is probably one of the rare ones where I'm like, I chose this for practicality and the skills. You know, we got him for free. Yep. He's got a, he's in one of my teams and has not been moved out. Very strong character. So yeah, He is from a game we've played, so we have a bit more knowledge of him. True. If we know him, even though we know him more as Leon or Lion or whatever you want to, however you pronounce that one. So. Yeah, that's but. the real mystery. Yeah, uh, next we have our rearmed hero. Uh, who did you end up picking for yours? So it's kind of funny. We go back to sort of talking about the the fallen heroes. Uh, and I, I guess this is where you can kind of see some overlap happening. But I went with Krom, Fell, Exult. Uh, again, combination of art, story, um, pro- probably skills. I imagine being a rearmed hero, he's probably got a lot of great skills. But for me, it, it comes down to the art and story of a of a fallen Krom and he's, he's kind of like King Krom too. He's kind of got a bit of like a, like a fallen crown on there too. Like can't go wrong with that. Uh, yeah, this is one where I, there was no contest, no debate. It was Ingrid. Uh, she was, you know, the character I romance in my blue lions, although I did debate on going with Charlotte there, but Ingrid beacon of honor version. Yeah. So, yeah. No question was, there. Uh, Ingrid's been one of my favorites since she dropped. Even with her weird Karen hair style and three hope or three uh yeah, hopes. Her what when, hairstyle? When when we first saw her hairstyle, a lot of people were calling it a Karen hairstyle. 
Really? Slightly shorter okay. than it was in Three Houses. Like it was really long in the beginning of Three Houses. I'm looking this up to see what you mean. Oh, how do I? Yeah. Uh, okay, that's student like down to the shoulder. Trying to find the image, but I, I guess like as you're describing. Oh, okay, here it is. Uh oh, now it's not. Oh yeah. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, it's definitely shorter. Okay. I recall when they first revealed it, a lot of people called it a Karen hairstyle. I okay. still liked it. Ingrid was always one of my favorite characters in the game, so I didn't care. No, I mean, Ingrid was... And uh, when you saw her in the game, it didn't really feel that bad. No, no. That's why I'm kind of like contemplating, like, what is... But I, I think Ingrid is a choice. I, I was close to picking Ingrid as well, because there wasn't a lot of rearmed heroes that stood out to me. Ingrid was one of them as well that was like, oh, yeah, she's really cool, so... Next, we get to the uh, very, very small categories. Yes. <laughs> uh, the Ascended Heroes, which with the int- introduction of Rearmed Heroes, they really cut back on them because we only got three of them last year. So, Yeah. <laughs> and here, here is another one where we matched. Yeah. Both choosing Fur, and like I said, because it's only three, it's <laughs> easy to match up, but it's like, you know, said didn't do much for me and i thought about alencia but i really feel like i felt furs grown up in more mature version just really worked really well for her yeah she just looks really cool that was my main i'll be honest my main thing is she just looked cooler than the other two (laughs) so uh I, i i it was an easy pick for sure and there's only three to choose from as you said um yeah Yep, next category, once again, only has three units, but that's because, you know, we only had two months of it being existing for us to choose, and that was the Attuned Heroes, which is the Rearmed Heroes for Skills. Uh, so it was two of the book four or five, whatever, the book two four. fairies in Nino to choose from. Uh, I went yeah. Triandra. Uh, I like Triandra. Triandra was kind of a, um, a, what was the... Leg yarn, kind of a leg yarn type character who was a villain who I really liked and felt you know bad for at her being labeled as a villain and kind of got to see her in the Tempest Trials uh, story here, Life and Death one as more of a heroic character. She's not exactly evil, but she was our enemy, you know, because she was following the orders at the time. So yeah, I went to Triandra here. I uh, went in. A similar direction, but with the other uh, hero, I went with Peony, Cherished Dream. Uh, the main reason being, uh, Peony looks like a badass with an axe. Uh, there was just something about, I remember before the character was added to the game and we had leaked artwork from the data mine, and I'm like, man, they made Peony uh, so so much cooler just by giving her an axe and... I think I, I think both these characters got an upgrade with with the attuned hero uh, look with their upgraded weapons and stuff. And uh, I don't know, there was something about Peony with an axe it was just like, yep, we're going to go with this one. But you're right. There wasn't a lot to choose from. And I, I like the fact that we kind of chose uh, the two coolest of the three options. Uh, sorry, Nino. <laughs> sorry. Well, uh, that is going to do it for our uh, Fire Emblem Heroes of the Year We'll see what 2024 brings and we'll try to do this. uh, We'll try to remember to do this again uh, next year, this time around. 
But uh, that's our episode this week. Visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. Check out the Fire Emblem channel and the Gamers In Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Be sure to check out feheroes.fandom.com, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem uh, Heroes information. It's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. We'll be back next week to cover the latest special heroes. Have a great week, and happy summoning. <laughs>